Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Hello, and welcome back for another Soul Driven episode. Thank you so much for being here. I know that I talked about, you know, not popping in consistently per se and or just showing up whenever and yeah that's what I'm doing I'm showing up because today's message this topic came in hot and heavy at the end of last week in the midst of all that Saturn and Uranus and Leo full moon energy and (laughs) so so much coming to the surface I know so much in my life, so much in the lives of my clients. I I keep getting emails from you all, just like sharing different things. And yeah, I just know that today is going to be helpful and I'm excited. So before we dive in, welcome. (laughs) Anna Hendricks here. I am a spiritual guide, your host. Again, just thank you for, for being here with me. I have a couple of announcements on the front end. So first of all, I'm very excited to re-announce that I am hosting the How to Build a Solid Foundation workshop on the 15th, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So this is a workshop I was going to be scheduling at the end of last year, but oh man, internet issues, all kinds of things happening, and we just had to postpone it, but the time is now. This was another thing my guides came in with very strong last week. It was like, it's time for the workshop, girl. <laughs> so if you're unfamiliar, the Akashic Records have been channeling through in the monthly forecast, even in the February one, for over a year about the importance of building a solid foundation in our life in order to really be able to thrive and handle and manage and be empowered in these times. And when I say these times, I don't just mean now, I mean the years that we're stepping into. Because the things that are happening on this planet right now are just really kind of getting started. I mean, we're, we're, we're a couple of years in now, but we've got, we've got several years to go. And we haven't hit the bumpiest part yet. So it's buckle in time. And what has been shared with me multiple times is this idea of a solid foundation just really hits differently with everyone. And so this workshop, I will be sharing information with you from the Akashic Records, specifically about how to build a solid foundation, tools, resources. We're going to, lots of engagement. We're going to do an Akashic activation. It's going to just be a wonderful time. So if you would love to join, this is a complimentary workshop. I just want to see some beautiful faces. Make sure you are on my email list and you will receive the notification with the link to join. So make sure you join my email list by February 15th, (laughs) 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in order to receive that. Well, the email is going to go out like right around 4, so... You better be on my list if you would like to join. Also, the replay will be sent out to my email list. So if you're unable to make it live, 
don't worry, you'll get an opportunity to review it. Okay. Second thing, just a reminder that the 2023 Akashic Forecast Toolkit is out and live and available for you. If you love my channeled work within the Akashic Records, if you love showing up and hearing my monthly forecast, then this is definitely not a tool that you want to do without. It's a mini course. It has 12 Akashic channeled forecast messages in it, Akashic activations, workbook, whole nine yards. Plus, when you join, you will get um, new Akashic forecast messages every quarter. And so you're going to be updated throughout the year as well. It is an incredible piece of work. I mean, they they went deep and you're going to love it. So make sure to check that out. And then last but not least, if you have been wanting and, and or waiting patiently for me to announce more information about my upcoming Akashic course, now is the time. Make sure you're on the wait list. All the links and stuff will be below, of course. Um, the Access Your Akashic Record the access your Akashic soul. Oh my gosh, I can't speak. I get excited and I lose my words. <laughs> this is an eight week intensive course. I have studied with Akashic readers all over the planet. And this course, this is the one that I would have wanted to take. It is full on nerding out. There's going to be so much practicing, so much engagement, so much stuff that you don't find in a typical course. I'm going to have in like um, guest teachers, we're going to be diving into a bunch of different Akashic uh, prayers, um, just a number of different things. You want to be on the wait list for that, um, specifically because when it does go live, I'm going to have a very small initial cohort. So if you're on the wait list, then you'll get first dibs to signing up. And all of that information will be coming out probably towards the end of this week. I cleared my schedule this week with clients so that I could fully focus on really bringing this to life for you all. It's also a channeled course, so it is subject to change if the Akashic Records decide to take us in a different direction. I can't wait. I'm very excited. Okay. Speaking of emotions, <laughs> let me come back down to planet Earth. Breathe. Okay. I always start out my mentorship sessions with folks with a little bit of breath work and oh my gosh, just three like inhales through the nose, exhales through the mouth can just change the day. So highly recommend if you are in need of that. All right, today's topic, befriending intense emotions. So emotions are one of the 2023 themes that were channeled through in the Akashic Toolkit and it's something that's been coming up a lot for me and my clients, as I mentioned before. And so I really wanted to dive in deeper with you today about this. I want to prepare you. I want to support you. I want to give you tools for this so that you know how to navigate this a little bit more. Because this year we're going to be getting very acquainted with our emotions. And that can be very difficult for some of us, or it can be really tough for dealing with our partners or the people around us perhaps who don't have as much control over their emotions. So a, f a disclaimer on the front end, this is not about some sort of like, let's make you happy. Let's just feel happy. How to be happy. You know, any of that BS today, we are not bypassing our emotions. Today, we're talking about something that's so much more real 
that can actually help us. We're talking about befriending them, flipping that perspective around, really learning how to thrive with our emotions, okay? Because emotions are not good or bad. They just are. And while we love to latch on to the good emotions because they feel good, it is the tough emotions that are actually the ones that help us to grow and evolve and become stronger in life. And we chose to incarnate on planet Earth because we wanted to feel this wide range of emotions. This is your birthright. We can't judge some of them and accept the other ones. Like everything is here to help us. So let's first start out by clarifying what I'm talking about when it comes to emotions, okay? So the Webster's Dictionary has two definitions. The first one is a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationship with others. And this is probably what you think of when you think of emotions, right? It's like, oh yeah, you know, this person upset me, or, you know, this situation is infuriating, whatever the case may be. The second definition instinctive or intuitive feeling as distinguished from reasoning or knowledge. And this is a deeper kind of emotion. This is the kind of emotion that pops up out of nowhere and you're not even fully sure why. I'm going to read it one more time for you. Instinctive or intuitive feeling as distinguished from reasoning or knowledge. A great example of this is when somebody asks you to do something and you get upset And your logical mind is like, wait a minute, why am I upset right now? Like they just asked me, that's it. But you, your body is reacting to it. Why? Maybe you feel like someone crossed a boundary. Maybe you feel violated. Maybe you feel, I don't know, that they don't have a right to ask that. I don't know. Point being, it came out from somewhere deeper, right? Instinctual. It was an intuitive feeling that came up for you and something to be important or something to something to pay attention to. (laughs) Um, And this is really more of the definition that we're going to be talking about today, working with those intuitive feelings that kind of come out of nowhere. We will be talking about the reactionary ones, the typical sorts of emotions, but a lot going down deeper. And we'll be talking about how to manage them, how to work with them, all the good stuff. So emotions are a huge part of us, right? And depending upon whether or not we've given them the space that they need, we usually treat them a couple of different ways. One, we ignore them. Two, we feel irritated or angry with them, which is always my favorite and the one I think is funniest when I see someone getting mad because they're, they've gotten mad. <laughs> I'm like, you're canceling yourself out right now, okay? <laughs> but that's, you know, for some folks, that's, that's how it comes. Um, Or third, we allow them to rule us. We get reactive and we just, we get lost in our emotions. Very few of us know how to actually work with our emotions in a healthy way. And of course, right, we, we, very few of us have seen this modeled. Very few of us have seen this happening in the real world. I mean, when it comes to emotions, it feels like things are like on one end or the other in regards to extremes. Working with our emotions in a healthy way is still something we're learning how to do. Our parents definitely didn't know how to do it. And so we didn't really learn how either, you know, boundaries just became like a trendy thing, like four years ago, four, five years ago, something like that. I mean, like, how the heck did we ever live without boundaries? I, <laughs> you know, um, 
we're learning, we're growing, we're evolving. And so we have to be kind to ourselves on the front end, right? I mean, there are endless quotes online about emotions, but usually they're about finding happiness and raising our vibration. And there's this whole idea that like, we should really just focus on the good ones. But that's such BS again. We really want to give space and respect our seemingly more negative emotions. And remember that emotions in and of themselves are neutral. It is how we react from an emotion that will potentially put it in the category of good or bad, but emotions are neither. I did a podcast episode about anger, and I will link it below. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal work that I've done with anger. Such a beautiful emotion. But of course, when we hear about anger or we experience anger, we think it's the worst. We want it to be over with. We want it to be done. But anger, anger is, it's, it's a motivator. It is a protector. Anger is a healer, right? Anger lets us know when someone has crossed our boundaries or when something is not right. And when we work with anger, oh my gosh, can we heal so much? All emotions serve a very beautiful and needed purpose in our life. They are signposts. They let us know what's going on because oftentimes like we're moving so fast or we're not being present. And so they pop up as our friends being like, yo, yo, you know, yep, that person crossed your boundary here. Oh, that person shouldn't be doing this. Oh, you don't feel good about, oh. And so sometimes they can like take it, you know, come from nowhere. And we're like, whoa, we have to, we have to give them some space and not that we need to let them rule our life. That's never what I'll be saying today, <laughs> but we need to give them the space that they deserve. So I wanted to kind of share a little bit with you also about emotions from a human design perspective, because I think it's a very fascinating and helpful topic. Okay. So in human design, there are these things called authorities and authorities, they're different for different types and different auras. And I don't have time to get into all of that. So I'm going to make some generalizations today and just go with me for the sake of brevity so that we can stay focused on what's most important here. So some of the authorities, well, I should say one in particular is called the emotional authority. The emotional authority takes up over 50% of the population. So whenever, one out of every two people has an emotional authority. And so when I look at human design, I often look at the authorities as the emotionals and the non-emotionals, okay? And the emotionals have an emotional authority. The non-emotionals have any number of other types of authorities. There's splenic, there's ego projected, there, there's so many different types, okay? And I want to clarify that the non-emotionals are emotional, <laughs> They have emotions, they feel emotions, but they are far less likely to react emotionally to things that upset them and scare them unless they've really been pushed kind of leading up to that. They're the cool, calm, collected friend who just kind of seems to be able to take life a little bit easier than you. I don't know if you've got this person in your life, but I do. <laughs> I am an emotional and my partner is a non-emotional. And sometimes he's like, oh my gosh, really? Like how, why can't you be better about reacting to these sorts of situations? And sometimes I look at him as a non-emotional. I'm like, yo, do you have any feeling about this? Do you ever get excited? Do you, you know what I mean? 
this is important because it really is quite distinctive. And when we get around people and we kind of see the ways in which we work with emotions, it's important to remember this, okay? Because emotionals, what happens with us emotionals who have emotional authorities, we are pretty con constantly riding emotional waves. We're either in a high wave, we're, you know, up and feeling good, or we're in a low wave. We'll wake up and be in like the worst mood for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and the best thing that we can do you know, is ride the wave until we're out of it. Someone can say, what's wrong with you? And it's like, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> or when you're just like so freaking happy sometimes that it's like, oh my gosh, what's going on with you? I don't know. I'm just, I'm so thankful. I, I love life. I blah, 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 blah. Emotionals are the passionate person in your life who it's like when the sun is shining, oh my gosh, do you want to be sitting in those rays? But when the, the, <laughs> When a storm is coming, you're like, I'm out of here. Emotionals usually have a lot more difficulty in relationships and keeping jobs and just kind of like fitting in with the status quo because there's this emotional component to them that, you know, is rarely in neutral. And because of this, they stick out quite a bit. When I first learned about the emotional authority, I was like, oh, this is why people lose it on each other online when someone just like disagrees with them, right? Because half the time you're dealing with an emotional who's got something else going on in their life and then you say something and then it's just like, it's huge. It's important to know the difference between emotionals and non-emotionals when considering emotions so that as we kind of dive deeper into this a little bit, not only are you taking yourself into account, but those in your life into account. And you can look up your human design anywhere online. I personally prefer myhumandesign.com, uh, I believe. There's a number of different ones, but it'll be very easy for you to find out whether or not you have an emotional authority. And I highly recommend looking this up for your family members, people you live with, just to be helpful, okay? Because it's important to understand that when emotionals are triggered, it is very, very difficult for us to come back down to neutral until that wave has passed. Meaning that it's, it's, it's the wildest thing because in the midst of that emotional wave, we believe that our feelings are truth. We believe that however we're feeling in that emotional moment, that that's how we're always going to feel. These are these emotional moments when people are like, it's over, I'm breaking up with you. And then the next day, they're like, oh my gosh, what did I do? It's like the perfect example. I have this gorgeous client, uh, mentorship client, and in her mid-50s and married to an, a non-emotional. And when I shared with her about her emotional authority, it was like, you know, such a relief to her because she always thought that she was this terrible person because she couldn't manage her emotions the way that he could. She couldn't share her emotions she would just kind of blow up or she would have these reactions or she would just get into these fits and and then of course she would feel terrible about herself and terrible because she couldn't be better and this is the shame that emotionals carry around regarding their emotions so quite often you will see emotionals who you know prefer to push them away because they're scared of them they don't want to deal with them whereas non-emotionals you know, they, they're, they're dealing with their emotions in, in more of a centered and grounded way. 
But at the same time, when their emotions come up as well, they don't recognize how their emotions come up because they're so used to being in a like more center grounded way that when their emotions actually come out, it's very scary to everybody else. And they don't recognize how intense it is. So they kind of have a blinder in that area. Oh, emotions, emotions, right? <laughs> Again, I share this with you because it's helpful to have a bit more of a baseline. And it's also really helpful for releasing judgment towards ourselves and towards others. Learning about my emotional authority was one of the most life-changing things that I've learned about myself. It really helps us to understand why we may be reactive, why others may not, or why other people in our life are reactive. You know, I can guarantee that my partner has looked at me more than once and been like, what is your problem? <laughs> because of my reactions. And all of this to say, it does not negate my responsibility to consistently work with my emotions. In fact, I believe that emotionals come into this incarnation to learn how to work with our emotions, to balance our emotions. That's like our like holy, holy grail in this lifetime. When we start learning how to work with our emotions and manage our emotions better, oh my gosh, can we take on anything? Because what's on the other side of that intensity? That excitement, that passion, that drive, that tenacity, that, you know what I mean? It's all good. But this is a big life lesson for us emotionals. So now that I've explained a little bit more about emotions, hopefully give, this gives you like a firmer base to think about, especially if you are an emotional. And again, you can look that up online. If you have questions, feel free to send me a message. Um, but these are tough times in our humanity on, on this planet, right? Not only do we see issues freaking everywhere, economy, war, um, environment, I mean, everything, right? Like arguing, fighting, but we're also collectively and individually being called to release and work with our emotions on a pretty consistent basis. And when I talk about release, I am talking about the emotions that are coming up for us right now and will be over the course of this year. These reactions and emotional reactions to things that are happening in our world, you know, in our personal world and in the collective world. When when we read the news, when we see things on TV, when we hear about a friend, when we whatever the case may be. I personally have been dealing with so much family stuff. Oh my gosh. And I've spoken about this a little bit on the podcast, but it's just been like one thing after another. It's been really hard to deal with all of the emotions that are coming up, but they're coming up to be released. They're coming up so that they can come into my awareness so that I can, you know, potentially learn from them, whatever the case may be, and then to release them. This emotional triggering may or may not be happening in your life right now, but collectively it's everywhere. And it's only going to amplify as we move forward, which is, again, one of the reasons why I wanted to create this podcast for you. So how do we work with our emotions? Well, overall, the thing that we have to do is we have to change our perspective about them. We have to take our power back, right? We have to change the way that, oh my gosh, this emotion is just ruling me. This is just, it's got the power over me. It's I just got to go with it. We have to regain our control 
from these emotions from the strongest of places, and that is love. So let me break this down for you, okay? Number one, we want to become aware of our emotions in the moment when they're happening. This is not an easy one, especially if you move fast, if you got a lot of things on your plate, if you don't give yourself a lot of space or time. You know, you might be just going about your day and then all of a sudden find yourself in this like rage and you're like, oh my gosh, where did this come from? That's okay. Catch it in that moment. Just start trying to catch it in that moment. And that's the first thing. And I can tell you, meditation can help with this so, so much. Number one thing that meditation does is just help us to be aware of our thoughts. And so when we meditate more, we can become more aware of where our emotional state is at. You may or may not realize that you're operating on auto drive the majority of the time. We all are. People are just going around, they're in their own movies, they're doing their own things. They're completely unaware of everything around them. And so when they wake up and they're like, oh my gosh, why am I so angry? That's why you've been tuned out. You haven't been present. So the first thing is to start trying to be aware and to catch them in the moment. Number two, it's important to remember that at the bottom of every emotional reaction is either fear or love. And I've talked about this so much on this podcast. Every decision we make comes from a place of fear or love. And every emotion that we feel comes from a place of fear or love. And it's helpful to recognize, you know, which one that is. Because sometimes, I don't know about you, but I don't know how to name my emotions. <laughs> You know, Brene Brown did a book all about emotions. It was like the Atlas of the Heart. And she talked about how when like they sat down with people to ask them about which emotions they were familiar with, there was like three or four. That was it. It was like every, this is like a huge number of people that they surveyed. Like people just, you know, it's like happy, not sad, like, you know, like they didn't have a lot of emotions that they could really name. And so if that's difficult for you, start with fear or love right? Anything that is fear will feel constrictive in your body. You're probably not breathing. Something's probably pouncing pretty fast. Maybe your stomach hurts. Maybe your body hurts. You know, love is open and expansive. I think we know what love is, right? So at least naming what the root of it is. Number three, respond to your emotions with kindness, no matter what the emotion is. Whether it is anger or jealousy, you are scared, you are insecure, whatever. It doesn't matter. Respond with kindness. It's really, really important that we do this. Otherwise, I can guarantee you that it is going to make the emotion grow bigger and bigger and bigger. When we feel these intense emotions, it's like, I think our first sort of, you know, like our propensity is to shove them down or to like minimize them or to make them go away, right? It's like, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. That just makes it worse. And even if it momentarily makes it better, oh, it's going to pop back up and usually in the worst time. So it's better to respond with kindness. Number four, allow it to be in your body. Connect with the sensation, feel into it and try not to run away. This is not an easy one, not an easy one at all. I think I was talking about um, for the February 
toolkit or the the February forecast episode that went out last week about how I had woken up from this really terrible dream. And the first thing I wanted to do is grab my iPad because it's always next to me because I love to read at night. And I just, I, I sometimes I get in business mode when I wake up at night. And so I like need to like hand quotations, change my channel. So I'll like, you know, read about uh, soccer or <laughs> I want to call it football, but you won't know what I'm talking about because it's not American football. Um, and so I'll just grab my iPad. And that was my first reaction. I woke up from this terrible dream. I was so upset and I just wanted to reach for my iPad. And for whatever moment or reason in that moment, I was like, no, feel into this. What is here? What are you feeling? What's going on? And I just sat with it and I just felt into it, asked myself some questions and then it was able to move on. If we can sit with our emotions, they will move on way faster, way like times 10 than if we try and push them away. Number five, communicate with your emotion, ask it what it needs to share with you. You can talk to it. You can talk to your inner child. You can journal. Um, you can connect with your intuition. You know, ask your higher self to bring forward whatever it is you need to know about this emotion. But talk with the emotion. Highly recommend sitting down with a journal and being like, I'm feeling angry right now. What does anger have to tell me? What's going on? Why am I angry right now? Just ask yourself questions and see what comes up for you. You know, just allow it to come forward. You are highly intuitive. It does not matter who you are, what's your background, what none of it. Okay, you are highly intuitive and you can utilize your intuition in these moments. Communicating with our emotions is a beautiful opportunity for reframing our relationship to emotions. And it will release so much fear from feeling these emotions. So the more and more that you do this, when these emotions come up, it's not going to be such a reactive like, <gasps> Maybe stop breathing or maybe, you know, you're someone who like reacts on someone else. It will help. Number six, cover this emotion in love. This is like an extension of the last one in regards to talking to it. But I wanted to set it aside because I really wanted to emphasize the importance of covering it in love. And when I say covering it in love, I mean saying like, oh, like talking to it like you would a little child. Oh, I understand that you're so angry about this. I, I, I'm, I'm so sorry that this happened to you. I, I wish I could remove it completely. I, of course you're upset about this. I, of course you are. They shouldn't have done that. That's not okay. Just completely cover it in love. Really nurture it. Really be there for it. And then the last step, of course, is release. And this is not really a step because this is what will just happen, especially if you go through all the other steps. Being with our emotions is the most powerful thing that we can do. It will help us grow and evolve. Like pff, I, the work that I have done with anger is the deepest work that I've done, period, hands down. And again, highly recommend checking out that episode especially if you are someone who feels a lot of anger and or if you are someone who has trouble with your anger. Feel like, you know, like you're just, nah, I'm, I'm never angry. Okay. <laughs> 
You might not be, or you might be the most angry person on the planet. <laughs> I don't know. But check it out. And you can apply this system that I use with anger, with working with anger to any emotion, any emotion that you are struggling with and dealing with. And it's very similar to this system. So in closing today, I just want to say again, it's important for us to to not see our emotions as negative things that prevent us from being disingenuous about what we're feeling in life. It's okay to feel like shit. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be happy and joyful when no one else is. You know, I, I hear about people having problems, like, you know, feeling like it's not okay to be happy because the world's struggling. It's like, no, <laughs> be happy, please. <laughs> because you affect everyone around you. Like, you do you. And when you're angry, same thing, you know, just work with that anger. We need to express our emotions. We need to be with our emotions so that we can allow them to pass, to assist us on this journey. Learning how to work with your emotions can be one of the most life-changing things that you learn to do. And it's not, it's not rocket science. Again, if you follow the process that I laid out, you will be blown away. And again, because we, we are walking into quite a bit of it this year, I highly recommend. And I'm going to be doing this work with you <laughs> as an emotional. I have about, oh, I don't know, 50 million different types of emotions <laughs> at any given moment. So I will be doing the work with you. All right. Feel free to reach out at any, any time. I am sending you so much love for the week ahead. So much support. Feel free to reach out to me if you have any feedback about this. Please be sure to share this episode with someone who could benefit from it or just share it out with your community if you found benefit from it. Please leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. It really, really helps to get this podcast out to other folks. Join my email list where I share things I don't share anywhere else and they get first dibs on all the goodies, podcast updates, helpful resources, you name it. And don't forget, when we invest in the world, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next time. <laughs>